welcome to the Mindful Embodied Witch. I've just brewed a fresh pot of tea. Why don't you enjoy a nice cup too and settle in with me for episode four. In this episode, we'll be talking about the term and the concept of the witch. So the witch is a word that I've used in the title of this podcast, The Mindful Embodied Witch. And in previous episodes, I've spoken about mindfulness in relation to mindful, and I've spoken about embodiment in relation to embodied. So it's come around to that time where I want to share a little bit why I use the word witch, why it matters in relation to the divine feminine, in relation to empowerment, in relation to my own particular spiritual pathway it's something that really resonates with me very deeply and it's a word that suffers very unfortunately from a lot of taboo stereotypes stigmatization in very negative ways and these negative connotations restrict and limit what the concept of the witch really means and how diverse and varied and expansive the term really is. And that's also partly due to the fact that people really do prefer very clean-cut definitions and categories that are organised in binary opposites and extreme dichotomies rather than accepting the blurred edges concept of the witch really does exist in the liminal, in liminal space. And the historian Malcolm Gaskill provides a really interesting point for reflection when he says, and I quote, witches are living projections of feelings that defy easy rationalization or reconciliation. Here we discover a basic human characteristic for all our aspirations to reason, we are driven to act by our emotions as much as by logic. Witches embody emotional ambiguity, straddling boundaries between life and death, night and day. Subconscious manifestations of complex, often conflicted relationships Witchcraft is hard to define because it involves aspects of ourselves as a species and as individuals that trouble us. Objective definitions of witchcraft are unsatisfactory because its real meaning derives from relationships, shared experiences and individual feelings. It is subjectively constituted and consequently witches are far from homogenous in type. End quote. And really at the crux of that last part, what it really means in my interpretation is that witches come in all sorts of forms. When he says that it's not homogenous in type, it's heterogeneous, meaning that it's diverse, varied and multiple. And witches come in all sorts of forms and with all sorts of practices and ideologies and spiritual pathways and lineages and 
traditions and ancestries coming with diverse aesthetics and appearances. So it's no longer these negative media representations of the witch portrayed as old and maybe green-skinned or warted with a crooked nose and a pointy hat and a cackling laugh. The witches of modern times come in so many different ways with so many different practices and from so many different socio-cultural backgrounds. Often though, witches really do remain very elusive figures, neither good nor bad, but just being, just existing, not fitting into a box and not neatly categorised, defined, explained or understood. So maybe you're also getting the hint at this point that this particular podcast episode isn't attempting to make a fixed definition. It's sharing a few reflections, I'm sharing some personal aspects of my practice as well, and also attempting to really provide a new perspective, a wider perspective on what the witch archetype really is and how the modern witch embodies something entirely unique, personal and subjective. so brilliantly shares she says and I quote here witchcraft exists in the liminal the modern witch has emboldened herself with a fierce feminism that defies definition she does not exist in the black or white but in the grey it's best defined here it referring to witchcraft as an age old spiritual in the cycles of the earth and the seasons, in cycles of the cosmos and in the cycles of the self. It's entrenched in personal empowerment and impacted by the culture that each witch is surrounded by. The beauty of magic is that it's most effective and potent when it's deeply personal. So my personal practice as a self-identified eclectic witch mixes my own cultural background and heritage along with a lot of reading that I've done over a number of years and really combining very intuitively all the things that speak to me and resonate with me and feel on that intuitive level as something is very natural to me and within that I am devoted to the energy of the divine feminine and to practicing embodied mindfulness. That's really at the heart of what I do and of what I teach, embodied mindfulness. So this comes back to why the mindful embodied witch and I did play around with the idea of calling it the embodied mindful witch, but for some reason that just doesn't ring or roll off the tongue as nicely. And so 
the mindful embodied witch it is. And the nuances of witchcraft are different for every witch. I personally work with the cycles of the moon and of the seasons. I do daily embodied mindfulness and meditation, breath work, intuitive dance, tarot and oracle card readings, along with working with sensual and orgasmic magic, energy healing and reiki to create my everyday rituals and empowerment as well as self-healing and my personal power to be a healer and to heal others. So many witches in the past were terrorized and murdered mercilessly simply for the fact that they were healers at a more fundamental level simply because they were women but also medicine women, wise women, women who understood the wisdom of the earth, empowered women, intelligent women, beautiful women who really struck that ugly, violent, fearful, insecure and sadistic ego of misogynistic and sexist men and they suffered for it but the witch is just a term for an emboldened empowered woman who stands fully in her power it was used in the past to demonize and to stigmatize punish and repress women and now it is being reclaimed and actively being used as a way to describe oneself proud of the term emboldened and by it, it really is a reclamation of personal power and I use it myself as a reclamation of my own personal power as part of my pathway of standing in my sovereignty, um, sovereign to myself and to my practice and to the things that I care about and I respect and I love. Which is someone who questions, who explores with an openness to the wonders and the secrets of life. She's really connected with the light and with the dark, knowing that the dark is not a place to be feared, but it is the part of ourselves that we have repressed the most. And because that part of ourselves has been repressed, it really needs our attention, our affection, our love, our understanding, our patience, so that we can unlock its full potential and use that energy to harmonize and balance ourselves within as much as in the actions that we carry out in the world and the words that we speak. And the witch in that sense is also someone who is connected with the earth and her intuition sexual energy and her creativity and emotions a witch is someone who is awake and standing in her power that's really at the very heart of it and fundamentally it's a term that I find so beautiful and so powerful in this modern world to know that we can be in our complexity 
can be in our own internal contradictions, we can be multidimensional and multiple, neither necessarily good or bad, but divine energy enveloped in this human body, living human experiences and tapping into our inner magic and trying to infuse magic into our everyday and infuse magic into our lives and possibly with some practice and learning infuse magic into the lives of others and it's definitely not about restricting it to the stereotype of you know satanism or you know the dark arts and it's definitely not a term for all people who are in league with evil things and evil spirits so for me i work with divine energy and i work with this divine energy as a conduit for source or the universe or the goddess or the god um, whatever term really resonates most deeply with you and I use this energy um, with the purest intentions or as pure as I can be in my humanness to really heal myself to heal others and to try and bring about positive change in the world um, fully understanding that the impacts of small changes are cumulative and as these small changes and small positive impacts accumulate they can set off beautiful ripple effect that affects other people's lives beyond our scope of awareness and with that in mind fundamentally for me being a witch is being very spiritual I am a very spiritual person and having a deep connection with and respect for universal consciousness that I believe is intrinsically woven into the tapestry of the world around us it's a term that can shift and a term that can change and it's one word for being aligned in your truth and using your voice being unapologetic in speaking your truth in trusting your body and trusting your intuition and really really having a profound reverence for the earth and nature this is what i wanted to share in this episode of the podcast and i hope that this gives people a fresh perspective because witches can be super caring loving intelligent highly qualified well educated beautiful calm fierce strong people that are helping others to heal guiding people in their spiritual growth trying their best to spread and infuse more positivity in the world and empowering themselves and the collective consciousness to move towards unity, joy and peace. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Mindful Embodied Witch. And I really hope that you'll tune in for episode five.